We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another legendary episode of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. As you can see, we're back here living that lavish life in the Hollywood Hills. I got my man Gil here, and we are joined today by a very, very special guest. He's entering his fifth NBA season, 2020 NBA champion with the Lakers, wine connoisseur, an aspiring painter, which I didn't realize, but yeah, you know, we dug deep. We had to dig deep in the crates and really see what was going on. And, uh, you know, also known for just having, you know, the flossiest outfit game probably in the league. <laughs> it used to be Westbrook. I think, I think you've trumped him now. But we got Washington that. Wizards forward, that. Kyle Kuzma. Sounds weird. It sounds weird to hear that, right? Yeah, it sounds weird for sure. You know, just like start my career here. And yeah. then it's like you're another team now. It's like you're a wizard. It's like, what? yeah, what's going on? So, what? you know, to your point, you came to the Lakers – you're 21 years old. What was it like for you in terms of the pressure of just joining arguably the greatest franchise in all the sports? Um, man, I didn't even really look at it like that way. Like, I was like, man, this is cool as hell. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a kid from, I'm from Flint, Michigan. Super small town, you know what I'm saying? And then I went to school in Utah. So then I'm, I'm in LA, it's like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm not thinking about you know, it being a great franchise. I'm not thinking, like, I'm just here to play basketball for the Lakers. Like, mm-hmm. being a Kobe fan, being Shaq fan, it's like, damn, like, I wear that jersey now. So, you know, for me, it was just like, I'm just happy to be here type of thing. And then, you know, it turned into what it was, so. Is, is, there, is there, like, because I've never played for, you know, the Lakers yeah. or any big prominent, right. you know, basketball team, is it really that crazy, like, before LeBron got here, is it still that crazy just being just a Laker? Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's pressure. There's For sure, because it's like a standard of excellence. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a team, like, I think it was 16. It was 16 at the time coming here. And, like, that's all Lakers fans know is winning. Like, mm-hmm. even when you suck, like, because, you know, we had bad records. Mm-hmm. And... You know, they, they still want us to win the damn championship our first, like, rookie season. It's like, what's going on? Like, come on now. Um, but, I mean, it's crazy here. Like, it's, it's really the best. Like, and for me, I don't know anything different. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny when, like, guys come into the organization because, you know, I've had, a, I've had a bunch of teammates in mm-hmm. my four years here. And, um, you know, just seeing guys come in, it's like, damn, they do that over here. Like, this is different. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I mean, this is all I know. <laughs> this so, is all I know. Yeah. <laughs> I got spoiled. <laughs> so you joined the Lakers. Obviously, you're like a you know a prestigious fraternity. So who are some of the Lakers legends that kind of took you under their wing, put you up on game, or kind of you know served as a mentor for you early on in your career? Yeah, you know it's crazy because you know when you think about the Lakers and you think about you know Jeannie does a great job of making everything family over there. You know what I'm saying? And like it's really a family. Like everyone. Like I've talked to everyone. You know, and, and part of that's because of, like, who I am. Like, I'm a person. Like, I'm inquisitive. I want to ask questions. I want to, like, you know, see what you saw back in your day because that's, you know, where I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, having Kobe, um, talking to Shaq, James Worthy's there, Robert Ory's there. Like, you see so many different eras of Laker greats, and um, they all want to see you do successful because of the brand. And, and like, it's, it's, with, it's really within you. Like, you know, when you're here for a long time, especially when you win, it's like, stamped 
that's a key that nobody like really understands and just franchises. Yeah. That the reason that certain teams are successful year after year after year mm -hmm. is because of the family type of mode. It's not like, okay, you played for us, goodbye. Yeah, it's not you know just work. I mean? It's like, you know, no, you, you can you can come in here and ask greats questions to help you. Like what did you do, you know, in your second year or how did you work out? What do you like you get the actual information where other teams is when you come in there as a rookie and you're trying to ask these questions, nobody in this organization ever played. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. like, <laughs> And they I? haven't probably been there long yeah. enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talk about Jeannie. She's yeah. been there for since the 80s, mm -hmm. since, you know, Dr. Buss. You know, Rob Plink has been there 22 years, whatever, 23, whatever, Kobe. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Um, equipment manager's been there 20 years. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both yeah, of them. Yeah, so, Father and son, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, it's really all family. You can just, like, get that knowledge. Just, like, no different going to your grandma's house. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you ask them about, you know, how was my dad or how was my mom? How was your great? It's like, that's how it is over there. So. And that's, a, that's what separates, like, like I've yeah. always asked that question, like, with the Bulls. Like, how mm -hmm. come Pippen is not inside the organization and Rodman and Right. Like all these guys that just keep the legacy going right. because, you know, no matter what, players want to be around other players. You know, yep. you know, uh, talent wants to be around older talent. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, cool. back to you. I want to ask, you know, you come to L.A., what was that first like? You know, everybody who comes to L.A., they kind of have that Hollywood moment where they, they see somebody famous, like they see something that's just like, damn, I'm in L.A. now. What was that moment like for you? Ooh. Man. That's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I think the first time I met like Denzel Washington, I think that was that was definitely something. You know what I'm saying? Because like I'm from a small city. I'm watching, you know, all his movies, Training Days, and all this. And he's just right there. He's like at the game. Mm -hmm. Like he's just sitting right here. Like it's Denzel sitting right here. Was he rocking a sweatsuit? Was he in the Uncle Denzel? No, nah, you know, he, he, he just nice? got he got his typical swag. Like. Okay. You know, he wears this little, like, you know, cheap watch and, you know, the little ball cap, new balances. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's his swag. And, um, you know, just to see him there, like, in the, have, like, you know, conversations and interactions, like, you know, he came to the practice facility and talked to us as a team. Um, like, that was crazy. Like, like, especially in L.A., it's like you have, like, the opportunity to meet so many different people and be in the same room and share the table and just, like, talk with people and, you know, I think that's the, that's the biggest thing, you know, for sure. What's so funny is mine was the Denzel, too. Was it? Uh, like, like, I had the experience where, you know, when I first played in, uh, like, we was in Hawaii, and then Golden State and Lakers had that every other year they play against each other in preseason. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we went to Hawaii, and it was like, uh, it was Kobe and Shaq. So for the first time, like, like, you know, I grew up on Kobe. You know, everything was Kobe, 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 Kobe. Right. Like, I'm, I'm compared to Kobe in high school. So when I first seen him in real life, I'm like, that's, that's, that's him. Yeah. That's him, <laughs> right? Horrible game. You know, I 
<laughs> oh, I had a horrible game. Like, you know, like you get in, like, you know, you get in like the last three minutes, and I remember coming off the pick and roll, and all Robert Horry did was like, ah! I got so scared, <laughs> bro. Like, I'd never seen that before. Like, ah! It was harsh. It was hard show. <laughs> and then I skipped, fell down. The, like, I just fell. They went, dunked, scored. They all laughing. Got in so, I got so embarrassed, right? So, you know, like, I'm in the league. So I've done seen, like, you know, Holly Berry at the game, you know. So I'm, I remember coming to a playoff game. It was here. I think it was Lakers versus Houston. And, like, I, I see Denzel. So, so Denzel used to be, like, my New Year's resolution uh, movies. Okay. So I started the night before and then watched 24 hours of Denzel. That's how I always opened up. Since I was little, that's what my dad did. So, you know, so Denzel was like the guy for me. So walking, and I'm like, oh, there's Denzel. Oh, that's, that's really him. Like, like he's real. Like, so he was like, hey, how you doing, uh, Mr. Renus? Oh. Crazy. Uh, right? <laughs> and then he was like, oh, nice meeting you too. And then he walks, and I was like, Did he say my name? And then I called my dad, Dad, yo, Denzel said my name. He's like, what did you say? I, I, I don't think I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, was, it was one of those things. Like, how did, he, how did he know my name? Not realizing he's from the Valley. Right. So I didn't like, but it was just like, I'm sitting there like, I didn't even care about the game. I'm just staring at. And, you know, in L.A., <laughs> like, you kind of, you get caught doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because you'd be on the sideline and it's like. Rihanna at the game, you just like, okay, I'm in the game, but it's like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. Have you ever talked to Rihanna at a game? Nah, never. Okay. Nah. Have you ever been tempted to on like an inbounds or just to say what's never. up? Okay. Never. Okay. Yeah. See, like, get, get, LA swag is different because they're used to it. Like, I, like, when you play on other teams, you, you, you don't have the, no, you don't have the yeah, ball. It's, like, yeah, it's different. I mean, out here, you like, you, you see him at the grocery store, yeah, see somebody, yeah, sure. you know what I'm saying? Wherever. Maybe not the grocery store, but. Like, no, like when we came, like when we came and, and like we seen stars, you got to remember, like we didn't really have that in D.C. So it's like, yeah. you know, you just be sitting there like, time out. What, what'd you write? Yeah. Yeah, call it out. When I was a kid, I saw Samuel L. Jackson at Costco and that, that moment still was just like, damn, Samuel L. Jackson shops at Costco? <laughs> That's crazy. He like deep discounts too. I, I can't be mad at him. <laughs> During your time in L.A., you developed a reputation for having a very, very eclectic kind of wardrobe, hairstyles, really just yeah. kind of being out there. So... I wonder what went into the decision-making process for a lot of your game day wear, your game day hairstyles, uh, and all that type of stuff. You know, it's just me. That's just who I am. Like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of, like, expressing myself. And especially in, like, this world, like, people are scared to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, people don't want to be judged or people, you know, want to fit into, like, just the social norms that we have here and, like, what you're supposed to be. But, like... When I die, I'm gonna be by myself. So like, mm -hmm. why not just enjoy what I what I got going on? You know what I'm saying? And um, it's like, I love art. Like, fashion is art, and like hairstyles is cool. You know, it's just switch up. You know, it's like, you know, like a new beginning every time. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need that. If you, I can't even relate because we had the dress code okay. that came in. So we had yeah. the dress we had the dress code that came in. Um, which was, which was okay, but it was weird because it's like, well, I got to wear a suit from my car to my locker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the hell is seeing me? See, we right. didn't have the TV stuff you guys yeah, had. Yeah, it's different now. They, they follow you from the bus and walk. We didn't, we didn't really have that. So, yeah. like, if it was, like, a televised game, then yeah. But other than that, like, so you didn't really see, like, I didn't wear fits. Right. Going to the arena only like uh, it was only basically if I was injured and sat on the bench. Right. Other than that, I didn't. I wore basketball shorts coming to the arena. Right. I'm, I'm there so early that no one ever seen. Me. Yeah, especially you come early. Yeah, so it's like no cameras there. Yeah, this dress code don't really affect me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It seems like because you're in a spotlight in LA, is that does that help with like being in fashion? Um. 
Because I'm pretty I, sure if you was in I Milwaukee, feel, you wouldn't be wearing the same thing. I feel... <laughs> no, I would. I would. I would. <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> that, that's, yeah. no, that's no fucks up happy outfits. No, and actually, I, I dress the best when I'm like on the road. In and, the cold? Oh, yeah, get all, put all them jackets and shit on. Yeah, for sure. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the East Coast has a jacket on top of the jacket. Yeah, layers. Yeah. Um, but no, I feel like it does. I don't think it did for me, but I just know from... You know my truth and like seeing like when guys come here they like they try to pick it up mm -hmm. like uh the jared dudley when he first came he came over and like he's always kind of been like you know stylish little guy Not, nothing crazy but you know just fitted you know what i mean and um you know when he got here he was like man i gotta i gotta step my shit up gotta like, step my shit. i gotta i gotta there's cameras all over the place i gotta look yeah, good yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. so i mean I, I feel like it does but um for me it's just you know who i always been so which one of your teammates do you feel like had the least drip? Like, who who would you try to give fashion advice to and they just wouldn't take it? The least? Yeah. Man. That's a tough question. Because, like, oh, I feel like over the past few years, it, uh, Danny Green. Danny oh, Green, man. yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with Danny. Danny's my guy. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we always had conversations. We always had conversations. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> so, like, I had um, Juan Dixon. Okay. Right. So Juan Dixon was, was was into fashion. So he was always tailor fitted, right? So while we're wearing baggy, he's tailor fitted. I'm like, yeah, psh, women don't like all that baggy stuff, bro. Uh, he's like, I'm. He's like, I'm going, you know, to Europe and I'm seeing what's coming. This is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. He's sitting there like, I, bro. And I remember the funniest shit ever. He was like, like I'm putting my clothes on. He's like, boxers? You wear boxers, bro? Briefs. You gotta wear briefs, cleaner, classier. And I'm sitting here like, wait, what? He was like, I get your pack, uh, large, 36, 38, got you. And I'm sitting here like, and then bought them. Yeah. And he's like, the women love it better. And I'm sitting here like, bro, I'm not into clothes like that, bro. I don't, you can't just be buying me draws, though. <laughs> you just can't no, be but you know draws. what I'm saying? Like, that's a reference, that's like a reference point in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, your reference point to something is totally something different than mine. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not thinking like, Briefs are gonna make you look better for women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like I'm, just you know. Yeah, just boxes covering just, the moist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Work out. Yeah. I need to know. Yeah. What's so funny is even till to the day, like I remember um, with with socks, um, Antoine Jameson wore like you know he was he he always dressed clean, just GQ style all the time, right? And then he always had colored socks, and I used to make fun. I'm like, come on, man, I don't even match, bro. You got the pink socks. Come on, I don't even match. And he was like, that's the point. You, no <laughs> you noticed it. He said, I want my, my socks to be noticed. So I wear off-colored socks okay. compared to my suit. So women, everyone looks down, you know, and I'm like. Valid point. Go ahead and write that yeah. down, put that in the folder. And then ever since then, <laughs> I've I, been I, a socks guy. I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to have to really get that. that but, that's a, but, you know, veterans, everybody teaches, you know, like yeah, the you new. you get something. You know, that's having good veterans. That's, stuff that's like free that. game for yeah. everybody out there. It's for free game for Socks. You. Socks. Socks. That, that's all I got. Other than that, I'm, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> but, Kyle, let's move this thing forward, man. So you're involved in a blockbuster five-team trade. Yep. You find out that you're going from the Lakers to the Wizards. What's your initial reaction when you hear that news? Man, I was, um, was kind of shocked because I thought I was going to sack, like the Sacramento deal with uh, Buddy Hill, like that shit was done. Mm -hmm. So I'm like thinking in my head like, okay, well, I'm in SAC, 45 minute flight, it's not bad. <laughs> I'm saying go to Napa. Um, but then like out of nowhere, you know, it goes, you know, you're going to Washington. Mm -hmm. But I was, I was like super hyped, obviously, because it's like a better situation. You know, like going to SAC would have been fun. I would have, you know, went crazy for sure. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I think. But like to have an opportunity to play with like Brad Bill, um, you know, someone that is trying to, um, you know, really be a winner in this league because he's a he's a killer, man. Mm -hmm. Like, he led league in scoring multiple years or he was second this year. And, like, you know, it's just a perfect opportunity. You know, it's a lot of guys that have, like, chips on their shoulders. Everyone's ready to, like, prove something. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's, that's when something can be special. So, um, yeah. So you already knew you was getting traded? Um, I didn't, honestly, I didn't, but like, you know, probably like I would say four or five days before, um, like uh, free agency, uh -huh. I was like, yeah, it's going to be coming for sure. 
No, because obviously, you know, agent may say something, but mm -hmm. this, this, that, you know what I'm saying? And Man, y'all got luxury, bro. Yeah. Y'all got luxury. Y'all got Walsh. Y'all get heads up. Motherfuckers come to the game and then have a note in the yeah. locker room. You can't play. You've been traded. Like, <laughs> like I've never seen that before. Like, ooh. Or get off the plane. <laughs> yeah, get off the plane. Get off the plane. You're in a road city. Yeah, yeah. You're five <laughs> get million, off the yeah, five Minneapolis at 2 a.m. Yeah. And it's like, you traded. It's like, why the hell did I come I mean, on this flight? You know, that, that, that got to be, you know, that got to be stressful sometimes. Like, I can just only imagine. Like, I've seen, like, players and, and you know, what they're going through. Because, you know, it's like, wait, wait, um, wait, huh, where, when, why? Like, you know what I mean? Just, right. like, <laughs> like, what's the point of it? And it's like, you just got to just get up and then just go. Go. You know, and, that, and, and it seems like that's, that's so hard to do. That's so hard to deal with. No, oh, it is because, like, for me, I mean, I'm like, I'm still processing it. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, super excited, ecstatic to go, but at the same time, like, just from the human standpoint of it, it's like, okay, I've lived. You know, I went to school in Utah, went to LA, so I've lived really on the West Coast for eight, nine years. Mm -hmm. Totally different lifestyle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? From west to east. Now you're going to the cold. Now it's, you know, a bigger adjustment from LA. Um, you know, where am I going to live doing this? It's the first time this has happened. Mm -hmm. You know, in the league, like, you know, it's a business. Everyone plays for different teams. Everyone has to move at some point, mm -hmm. unless you're a Kobe or Dirt mm -hmm. or a Tim, you know, which is rare. Yeah. So, um, yeah, processing it, but, um, you know, that's just the human nature of it. I, I think it's like. just the, 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 the unexpected of, like, What's next? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like the what's next. Like, you know, like when people are like, yo, they got so much money, they can just get up and leave. Like, yeah, but no. That's no. not. I got my house. <laughs> like, I got my house. Like, I got all my stuff I decorated, like, how I want it. I got to go find another place, and I don't even know how long I'm going to be there. To, this house is still going to be my house. Like, my furniture don't yeah. match now. Like, <laughs> like damn. Yeah. Now I got to learn 14 different people and the, the, this person and that person and this person. Like, I, this Man. is. This is different. This is not yeah. what I'm used to. I'm used to stationary. So it's different. Yeah, for sure. Most definitely. Uh, you know, you get to take on more of a leadership role with this Wizards squad, squad obviously being a champion, coming yeah. with KCP and Trez. You got some guys that you're familiar with. Mm -hmm. You said that, that you want to be the player that you say you are with yeah. the Wizards. Now, what do you think that, that player is? Man, I just feel like, you know, for me, before getting into the league, like, I, I'm not really supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was never uh, a highly touted person. Um, my first my first offer from a college was a junior year, and it was an NAIA school, Division II NAIA school. Mm -hmm. So for me, like, nobody believed in me from the jump. And I, all I had was me and my ambitions. And, you know, obviously, like, the people close to me, you know, because they, they love you unconditionally. Mm -hmm. But... Um, you know, I believe that I can be who I say I am, you know what I mean? Like where I was, you know, my first two years and that trajectory. And, you know, over the past few years, um, you know, taking a back seat, you know, people look at that, those type of things as a negative. But, you know, for me, like I've gotten so much better in two years than I have, you know, if I, I feel like if I was on that same trajectory in a weird sense, because, you know, of of everything I just learned how to, how to one, to be a winner. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? One, to, you know, take on and wear different hats every, every single night. That's, that's something that, like, to win, like, you need to put on different hats. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be a scorer every night. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. were talking about before. Mm -hmm. You know, Scotty saying you can't, you can't just score 30. You have to put on a different hat. You mm -hmm. gotta be a, um, you know, playmaker, a creator. And for me, I've learned so much to where I think it's going to be a, a, a piece of cake because like of my mental preparation and what I've learned from the great veterans I had, the great players I see every single day to go into a situation where now I'm not like, I'm not in no way shadows, you know, I'm not, you know, like little bro, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And now I can like, you know, just kind of just flourish and be myself, you know, and help and help, you know, impact and lead, you know what I'm saying? So. No, it's important to me. Yeah, I think I think that's usually the hardest thing to judge sometimes because we all look at stats, right? Yeah, they never and the tell stats. The whole story. Oh, like, oh, yeah, 18 this year, 16 this year. Like, you don't realize who, what came to the team, 
how the team is now designed. So now everyone has to sacrifice for the greater good. So, yeah. you know, the sacrifice usually gets the negative, you know, because it's right. like, well, no, I, I, I can't do as much as I would like to because we have other players. You know, so I, that 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 is that is a big thing that people like don't value. Yeah. You know, it's like you want me to win. For me to win, I have to sacrifice. Have to. Every, like, every, every, have the thing to is, everyone is sacrificing. Everybody, everyone's just a little different. Just like, a little different, but you know, sometimes that little different. Yeah. They, it's like negative. Like, oh, he's not playing as well as he did last year. Yeah. Well, we had two new players this year that. Help All us time. win a championship. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Got to do it now. Especially like for me, like you know, I was like it was a different type of role. You know what I'm saying? Like let's say you're on a bad team or something, mm -hmm. or you're just on a you know a regular team and you're doing your shit. You're you're getting numbers, putting up wins, but it, it doesn't really translate to like winning at a high level. Mm -hmm. And then you go to a different team, and it, it, it's probably a little bit easier for guys that are older in the league to adjust to be role players. You yep. know what I'm saying? And for me. That started when I was in my third year in the league. And coming to where I was, I was like a main scorer. Yep. And then now you're asking someone, okay, now you just got to do this dirty work. You got to do this. You got to defend. You got to rebound. You know, make the extra play. As a third player, when you're trying to establish yourself and who you are, um, you know, for your name in the league, you know, that's, that's tough. Like, mm -hmm. That's tough to do. And, um, you know, for me, I, I loved it, though, because, you know, it's a challenge. I love challenges. And it, it made me... Know, think the game in a different way and do things in a different different manner. So you know, so funny, it, it like you can see it as a as a as a hooper and a fan. You can see it that you know your first two years you don't have no. It's, it's, you're just gonna do you, yeah. right? You're just gonna do you now. Now you have to take a back seat and try to figure out how to basically survive on this floor. Yeah. Right, and still be you. Yeah. So you know, it's more of a, a, a second guessing. Yeah. Like, right? Because I remember, like, when we, I used to have players come and they trade, and I'm like, "Yo, listen, do you? We will adjust to you, right? I, we want to see what you're capable of, and then we can. We're smart enough to realize, okay, he likes to shoot in this corner. This is the type of shots he takes. Right. Versus you're trying to adjust to us because now that's going to be harder. Right. It all depends on like what's there, and I just, as a veteran, I just understood that it's easier for the veterans to adjust to the the youth yeah. versus them trying to because they're gonna they're gonna just mentally just go down the drain yeah and Cause they know, don't know you know what I'm saying you don't know when you're a young player you don't know what it really takes to win a championship because mm -hmm. it's a lot like you think yeah. you like like you could win like you win ball games and <laughs> you win 45 48 wins mm -hmm. and you think oh man I'm doing great winning but like once you get to playoffs you gotta win games. Mm -hmm. And the preparation, little things that you have to do, it's like, you don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you just get thrown into it, <laughs> um, which could be a good thing. Mm -hmm. You either sink or swim, you know, at the yeah. end of the day. And, um, no, like I said, that was great. It was great. So you go from not making the playoffs your first two seasons, mm -hmm. third one you get thrust into the bubble, obviously pandemic, you know, uncomfortable circumstances. To your point, what was it like, that learning process, having to learn literally on the fly after not making the playoffs and now zero to 60, you got to go win a championship. Well, it's just everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I used my first two years, I used to take some crazy ass shots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> those went out the window. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you can't, you're not just taking, you know, some heat checks and yeah. coming off the bench, you know what I'm saying? But like, that's just who I was as a player. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that, that's one thing. And then obviously I think um, the defensive side of the ball, like that's, that's like the most important thing. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're trying to win. Like, if you look at every team that's won championships, like, you know, they're, they're at least a top 10 defense, top five defense. They're really good. You look at Golden State, they won championships. Everybody's talking about, you know, offense and the shooting, but they were like a top two defense. Like, that's how you win. So I feel like um, that learning curve was the toughest thing for me because my first two years in the league, I couldn't guard a stop sign. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you just throw the rim <laughs> to rack. You want it? Go ahead. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Um, but, you know, being in that circumstance, that environment, that role, it really helped me, like, you know, really just hone in on a couple of things I had to focus on just to survive, get on the court, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, learning on the fly was tough. And obviously going to the bubble and having the pandemic, it was like, like crazy because, like, you're in a rhythm during the season. Mm -hmm. um, and I will never forget this because 
it was at the point in time where people were kind of questioning us, like, okay, is this team really about that life? Or, or can they win? And we had the, uh, uh, a homestand. It was versus the Clippers. No, my bad. Clippers was away, Staples. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still a home game. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, okay. <laughs> but we have the Clippers. We beat them. And then we beat the Bucks right after. It was, you know, those, we were the mm -hmm. top three teams in the league. And then after that, those two wins, we were like, oh, yeah, we win the championship. Mm -hmm. Like, it was over. Like, we already knew what it was. And then that next game played the Nets, we lose, and pandemic shut off. Like, it was over. And going into the pandemic, it was like, okay, well, we have all this momentum and steam. Like, we knew the season was going to get back at a certain point because they were talking about doing a bubble and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, man. We just had a special group of people. Like, like high character guys, people that cared about winning. Um, you know, we had Rondo won the championship, DG. We had obviously AD hungry for something, Bron, um, freaking Dwight. You know what I'm saying? We had so many people that it was easy just to get back to that, like get that, that, that mental mind frame, you know what I mean? And we got to the bubble and it was like, it was just it was lights out. You know, it's so funny, like, I guess LeBron said that was his hardest championship, right? Mm -hmm. He was right. Like, people say, oh, it was the bubble. It was, you know, it's in the bubble. It was easier. There's no pressure. And I was saying it then that that championship is going to be the hardest for the Lakers. The bubble, the bubble gives everyone an advantage but the Lakers. Yeah. And I said, the reason why is Lakers is like the Yankees and Dallas Cowboys, they have fans all, New York fans yeah. all around the world. Yeah. So when they come to an arena, they're not necessarily getting booed by 20,000 people. Right. Maybe seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe seven, depending on right. where you go. But, right. you know, when the Lakers come to town, they are a favorite. Yeah. So if you put them in a bubble where everyone is equal. Yeah. It kind of hurts the advantage that you know that you guys had. So right. I was like, well, ooh. like if 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 Clippers is going to win, this is the only year they can possibly win because if it's regular, that's seven games of a Laker crowd. No matter if it's home yeah. seven seven games sure. of a Laker crowd. So here you got the little auto shit that's going on. You mm -hmm. get cheered. There's no boo. You don't get booed when you when you're in the bubble. That's all cheers. Both teams get cheers. Right. Happy little, you know, little, little little arena. So I was like, you know, this one is harder because they are playing as a neutral team mm -hmm. now versus being they just going in there and like, yeah, I got thirty thousand. You know, there's, yeah. you know. So I thought it was it was basically a harder championship to win. And it was hard just just being there. You know what I'm saying? Like being in a bubble. Like that's not our lifestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like our lifestyle. We, we we like to be extremely comfortable when we're not. Mm -hmm on the court. You know, you want to be home, you want to be chilling, your house, your nice sofa, <laughs> watching a movie. That's what you want to do. You don't want to be in uh, Mickey Mouse's house in 300 square feet for three months. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's crazy, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we like to call it uh, uh, prison for athletes. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> that's what it was. You know, we couldn't leave, like, nothing. Like, there was only, there's like, there, there's like certain mindsets that that that's okay for. Like, I knew Dame was going to kill, Booker was going to kill. Like, they, they have the mindsets that they can just block out all of that and just, I just, I'm just here for kill mode. Um, you know, then there's some players that their routine, their routine is outside of the basketball court that that will hurt them mentally. Right. You know, and, and people don't understand, like, you know, most athletes are superstitious. Yeah. Believe it or not, like no matter what, like I remember I used to eat the same food, sleep at the same time, watch the same movie, drive the same way. Yep. All right. Like I don't like if I'm driving in the right lane and there's a car accident, I will sit there until they clear the accident. <laughs> because if I go here, that might be three, four, five points I'm missing. Yeah. Right. And that's how my brain, no, <laughs> my I brain Yeah, for like, sure. Like if like if I had a bad game, I'm trying to figure out what. I had the mashed potatoes, not the sweet potatoes. They didn't have the sweet potatoes last time. Like, yeah. I'm just sitting there trying to no, find a reason way. on why, because that has nothing to do with the game. You know, and that's how a lot of people are. So if they like to do things outside the night before, the bubble kind of messes up there. Right, because that's routine. like, that's someone's mojo. Yeah. And, like, you can't say what's right or wrong, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, like, you know, there's so many players in the history of the game, they'll go out and 
have fun and drop 50 the next yeah, night. Yeah, and for yeah. somebody else, that's like, no, can't do that. I got to get my rest. I, but I, I remember hearing a story about Allen. I heard a story about Allen. So Allen used to yeah. you know, party, yeah. you know, night before the game. This is Allen Iverson. So Allen Iverson's leading the league in scoring, doing all that. Exactly. And someone said, hey, um, if this is what you're doing with this lifestyle, what if you clean it up? Ate good, slept good, this or this. So he tried it for two weeks. They said it was the worst two weeks of his career. <laughs> Went back to his old lifestyle, 50, 48, 52. It's crazy. I don't <laughs> Like, it's like people don't say that's just, that's his, that's what makes him him. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, the, the God, it's God mode. Like, you know, it's, you know, I remember when Tiger, same thing with Tiger, when Tiger got in trouble and somebody's like, oh, he's done. I was like, no, he's, he's human right now. He has to try to figure out how to be on God mode again. Right. You know, just give him some time. Like, when you, when you're on top of the world mm -hmm. and you're above, like, everything follows that. Your whole life is that way. Right. So when you get knocked down, you're trying to figure out yeah. <laughs> how to get it's back. Human. And, you know, yeah. so it's, you know, so that bubble kind of took some people out. Oh, you know, 100%. Just, so, Kuz, for you personally, going to the bubble, how long did it take you mentally? Just to, you said it's like prison. Like, yeah. how, how long until it was like, all right, you got used to it, you built a routine, and this is just your world and your life, and you know, this is you gonna go out there, you gonna hoop, you gonna do what you're gonna do. It Man, of, it just happened. Like, it just happened out of nowhere. Like, the routine, like the bubble, just made the routine. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I just feel like that's how environments are. Um, you know. It, it, it was kind of like the movie Get Out or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just do the same thing every single day. Like, obviously, like, we have a routine as athletes. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I need a waffle and an omelet every morning. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's doing the same thing. But, mm -hmm. like, that was like walking the same hall every day, uh, passing by Jimmy Butler every day, mm -hmm. passing by somebody else, eating at the, uh, the restaurant. And there's only three things on the menu every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had a, a damn chicken sandwich for two weeks straight. Yeah, that, that, that was tough. Sure. That was tough, for sure. On anybody, but um, like, you, like you pointed out, like Bron, like he's not letting none of that happen. Like mm -hmm. none of that stuff creep in. Like yeah, he's yeah. just such, like that's the type of leader he is. Like he's holding shit together, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, you know, of course there were there times where everybody's like, man, I can't wait to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. win this championship, get out of here. But like, you can't think that way. You gotta be staying in the moment. And like, like you said, that was, that was the hardest championship. Cause like for a mental, mind state to be somewhere for 102 days that you're not familiar with. Mm -hmm. Like, that's insane. So you played with LeBron for three seasons. Yep. What's something about LeBron that most people don't know? Man, he's like a little ass kid. <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> he's a little kid, man. Like he's like, you, you would think that like, but he is like a, like a grown man and he's like this like alpha and he's like this like super serious person, but like, like, he's like an 18-year-old, too, at the same time. You know what I mean? And I just feel like that's the best part about him because, like, you understand, like, like every, everyone is human. Mm -hmm. You know, like, going to the league and, like, the you know, first time meeting Kobe or, or hanging with Melo or Ebron, like, whoever, you just realize that everyone's human. Everyone is, is just like you at the end of the day. Like, you hold, like, we hold, like, celebrities and we hold people of, of figures to a pedestal, but, like, in all reality, everyone is mm -hmm. the same person, you know what I mean? So, you know, he, he jokes around a lot. He's always laughing, dancing, you know, just doing funny shit. And, um, you know, I think that's the cool part for sure. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think because of who he, who he was coming into the NBA as, right. he had to give this, this persona right. of the Michael Jordan and Kobe's. Yeah. Not realizing that... Whatever age you come into the NBA in, usually that's the age of your personality for a oh, while. Yeah. You know, you like unless you know, you know, you meet a wife and she upgrades your mentality, um, or you know, you have veterans that's teaching you. Like so, when Kobe comes to the Lakers, it's all veterans. Right. You know, so he has to be serious, right? He has to be serious. Like there's no, there's no other 18 year olds in there. You know, we're all old men. You gotta, up, you gotta adjust to us. You know, LeBron goes to a young team, right? Young mentalities. So even though he's moving up and he's becoming the veteran, he wasn't taught, right? So when people ask me, like, yo, is LeBron a dick? Like, yo, he's the goofiest 
person yeah. alive, like, like, <laughs> like, like, he's the goofiest person alive. He just, like I said, you know what? The personality you see right now, the Taco Tuesdays and all, that's his person. That's yeah. his real personality. The, the stuff that, you see on TV, that's who he had to create yeah. for the world. Like, if I let you see who I really am, you're going to judge me for it. I mean, so it's obvious LeBron has some say in Lakers personnel moves. So I just want to know from your standpoint, you got traded. Do you have any anger or bitterness at LeBron at the Lakers for the move, or is, is everything all good? No, it's all love. It's all love for sure. Um, you know, I shit, even, you know, I think a couple of days after I got traded, we were hanging out, you know, hanging out, chilling, whatever. Um, even the organization, but, you know, especially for me, like, I came in as Lakers, this is all I know. And it was, you know, family from the jump. And even leaving, it was still family, you know, you know, getting texts or calls from, you know, Jeannie or Rob or um, equipment managers or people that just work the front gate, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, everyone is like, you know, you know, hope you have a successful career, you're doing this, you're doing that. And, um, yeah, no no bitterness, no nothing, for sure. 100%. You know, it's like when you're, when you're, when you're friends, sometimes you're like, you, you, you understand that, you know, moves need to be made some moves you just can't turn down right you know what i mean it's like you know it's it's i know it's hard it's it's hard it's 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 one of those things where you know no one ever wants to be traded you know everybody wants to stay where they are you know yeah. build from there and sometimes being traded is is a is a blessing you know what i mean this was a stepping stone i learned what i needed to learn from the best from one of the greats how to prepare, how to work, how to look at film, how to practice. Now I get to go on and then do fly it. from here. And do it. You know, and, and, and just get to fly. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like sometimes, you know, you can't look at situations yeah. that, you know, damn, I wanted to be It was kind of like you, you, too. You know what I mean? In a sense, when you're Golden State. Mm -hmm. You know, like stack team, same position, and then you go D.C. Yeah. And then go crazy. That, that, that was crazy because it was, you know, like those are the guys that I only knew. Yeah. You know, we trained all summer, summer with, we all had our, we all had our demons we were fighting mm -hmm. after our, 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 our rookie year, uh -huh. which is crazy because two of them had success. Yeah. <laughs> two of them had success. I had, I had, you know, last 40 game success, but we all had this, this, these demons that like, like, I want to prove that I'm a real player, yeah. right? You know, Jason Rich is like, man, I need to prove that I'm not just a dunker. I can you know, right. I can be a shooter. So now he's working in the gym all day. You got, um, you got Troy Murphy, who's like, I just got beat up in practice every day by Danny Fortson and, you know, Mark Jackson. I can't let them think I'm some punk. So he's sitting in the weight room the whole summer. So we all three just sat in, the, uh, in Golden State the whole summer training, getting better, pushing each other. You know what I mean? So when we came back the next year, we went from, what, 20 games to 40-some games. Mm -hmm. And us three were the improvement because we just we just took training to another level because we were all trying to prove something, yeah. you know, prove something different. So, you know, when, I, when, when it was time to leave, it was like, I, I, I really don't want to leave. <laughs> like, I was one, like, I, you know, I got 65 on the table. 65 on the table, and they're offering me 4.9 uh, for one year, and then we was going to do another deal after that. I mean, it was 4.9 with, like, three Ferraris and two Vipers. Yeah, under the table stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> like, no, you were sitting tight. Like, I mean, it was like, you know, I'm not going to pretend that it wasn't, like, five nice-ass cars out there. I'm not even going to lie. I had to escalate and, woo! Must be nice. Yeah, it was. Hey, I was. I'm not even gonna lie. It was a hell of a deal that I turned down. But you know, it was one of those. It's like you know, I got to think about the future. You know, it's like it's young. We're all young, mm -hmm. right? One of us is gonna get screwed, right? You know, I'm I'm 31 pick, so you're you're franchise number five. You're you're a lottery pick too, or right out of the lottery. So I'm. Then we got Dunleavy, who's a lottery pick. So it was like, I don't know if there's enough money for all of us, and I got to sign a one-year deal. Ah, man, I got, I got to take what's on the table right now. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? That was, that was one of those things. Yeah. So everybody know you came in as a rookie with Lonzo. You yeah. guys are super close, but I want to I wanna shift it to LaMelo. You know LaMelo mm -hmm. since he's a young kid. Y'all have had yeah. all types of battles on socials going after yeah. each other. You're both on the Puma roster now. Yeah. 
it seems like he's kind of breaking out of his shell and really kind of trying to follow your lead in terms of the fashion <laughs> sense. So when you look at LaMelo and his drip game right now, what do you think about LaMelo's drip? Um, Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z. I think, that's, uh, I think that's the best way to go about it. Um, you know, he's, he's the man right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just that young, light-skinned kid. He's in Charlotte, but, I mean, you know, got the chains, got the, the Ferraris, Lambos. Got the hoop game to back it up, you know what I'm saying? So, nah, he's he's the one right now. Did you see that coming? He's always, he, you know, he's always been like um, a real confident little lad, mm -hmm. you know, like, <laughs> like, and I say that because like I've known him since he was like little, you know what I mean? Uh, just not little, just young, mm -hmm. just younger, and like now, like, now he's special, man. I really, I really, I'm an admirer of his game for sure. You know, he's a. You can see from the beginning. Like, you could, you could just see like. It's just easy for him, mm -hmm. like, like you come in the league and like you're making these crazy passes. Like that's the number one thing is like if it's easy or not. Like what's your decision making like? Mm -hmm. Like he's making these zip passes, these crazy passes. He's getting outlets, pushing down. Like it just looks so easy. So I mean, he's got a lot to build on. Like it's dope. Yeah, I think Zoe just like with all the hype, like. All the hype plus you're in L.A. Right? Yeah. Plus, it's not a winning team, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I think it was just probably too much for his ability. Like, his ability to me was more of a, like, like when people was like, yeah, he's, 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 he's like a Jason Kidd. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what he is. That personality and that skill is not what it is. In the Lakers uniform right yeah, now. Right. You know, that's not the Laker uniform right now. You know, as a Laker fan growing up, we don't, which is funny, but we don't build our young players. Never. Like, we don't build. We don't have, you know, like, we're going to take this young player and build it. Like, our, what's so funny is our best three draft picks, Laker draft picks, Laker draft picks, since Magic was probably... Eddie Jones is Eddie Jones All Star. Yep. Um, Bynum and All Star. I think he made it. I don't yep. know if he made I think it. He, I think he did one. Then it was um, Ingram and um, D'Angelo. And uh, Julius, this year. Oh, Julius. This yep. Year. But and yeah, so, but that's, a, that's that's the key part. Three of them are gone. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like <laughs> you know, it's it's tough because like when you're in LA, it's win now. It's always a uh, let's bring a starter to town. Like yep. it's always been that way from. When they brought Kareem here, they brought mm -hmm. Wilt here, and they brought Shaq. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just how it goes. So, uh, Pau Gasol, same thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's just the mentality of the, like, that's just the culture. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, that's why you do see, like, you know, other guys that go to places and now they're all-stars and Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year. Like, these guys have great careers. Yeah. Like, they're great players here. It's just the, the expectations that you put on them. And so then high. also, you know, what the organization is trying to do, because that's important. You know, because if you're trying to win, it's hard to win and develop. You can't, you can't really do yeah, both. Yeah, you can't do both. You know, you can't play through your mistakes and still try to win a game. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. So. And then, yeah, that's, that just seemed like the hard part. It's like, you know, when players come in, you can just be like, ah, he only got. Like, I, I was so funny to tell my dad. I was like, you know, Lonzo got about two years. I said, I'd be surprised at three. Because, no, no, because it's like, I need this piece to attract this piece. Yeah. I need these two pieces to attract this. You know, and that's 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 how Lakers has always built championship. That's why they go from, was it shit to sugar, just like yeah. that, because they just use the young pieces that's, all right, come on. Yeah. You know. But that's how <laughs> like you I'm, win <laughs> 17 of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, it's yeah, easy. Just, Let's get one real quick, you know? So you've seen all the success that former Lakers have had across the league. Mm -hmm. Now you're in that position. So I want to ask you, what does the future hold for Kyle Kuzma? Good things. Good things for sure. Um, you know, obviously, you just said it. Like, everyone's just left. You know, that's the exciting part for me because I feel like, you know, m most people that we were all here, I feel like we were all on that same type of level at mm -hmm. one point in time. And then when you see them leave and you see how they can spread their wings and fly and improve and be all NBA people, all stars, I feel like that bodes well for me because I know who I am as a player and, um, you know, know what I can do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care what other people say. I don't give a, like, <laughs> like I know who I am and I know what I can do. So, you know, it's super exciting. And obviously seeing that, you know, it's like, you know, reassurance. It hasn't happened yet, but you just know what's gonna happen.
we'll give you some background on where you're going. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Uh, Tommy Shepard. Yep. You know, general manager. Well, he was like third general manager uh-huh. uh, when I was there. So, uh-huh. you know, we used to have like the best, the best relationship. Like I remember when um, <laughs> he was going to get a job in Denver and um, I had to convince the organization, why, why are we losing Tommy? Mm-hmm. Like he's the best, he does this. And, you know, they had to give him a new contract, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, to see him as a general manager now. So, you know understanding, you know, someone who has to sit with my mind all day, you know, right. <laughs> like, so he's done seen extreme thinking. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, Wes, right? Uh, you know, father's uh, yep. big Wes. Yep, yep. And me and him used to go at it because he was old school thinking and I was new school thinking, right? So it was one of those things where, you know, I, I, I loved Wes because, you know, as a star player, you really don't get people challenging you. Right. Right? You right. don't really, you know, everyone's like, oh, just let you do what you do. But, you know, he had, he had challenged. Like, nah, that was, that was a bad shot. Yeah. He's not even on the, like, the, the team team either. He's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like behind the <laughs> he's bench. He's like behind the yeah. bench, and he's just like, this is a bad shot. Yeah. You know, that's, no. Like, pass the ball. Right. Yeah. To who? Doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> like, you know, so we used to have those, and, you know, he made me a, a, a better player. Mm-hmm. Because he always challenged. You no, know, it was always like you know he always challenged me to be better and do better, and um, you know just to see you know him as a head coach. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be a good one. Yeah. You know because he's gonna let you do you, yeah. but he's gonna always hold you accountable yeah. to get better. Yeah. And he seems like you know really uh, like transparent too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I a, mean that's like a straight up dude. You know what I'm saying? Keep watches. it real. Watches. You know, and that's what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like you know some people like for me. Like, that's, that's what I've been ingrained on. Like, mm-hmm. when I was in college, my coach used to, he used to treat me crazy, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it was, like, always a challenge. It was always something that, you know, if I was up, like, he would tell me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I work with best, so it's dope. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so, so that's, yeah, you have a good team around there. Like, you got, like, what's the funny is you get to be the, the old you with new information. <laughs> Man. You get to be the old you with with, with new information. It's beautiful there. thoughts. Yeah. You know, it's it's you know it's it's the organization has really like evolved. Um, you know, from you know uh, Apol into Ted, and um, you know have you know I talked to you know John when he was there. Yeah. You know, we talk all the time. Talk to Beal, you know now, and you know it's it's you know they're making aggressive moves. You know to get better. You know everybody wants to win and. You know, you know, Ted is a winner, you know, with the with the Capitals, and you know, he's trying to do that on the basketball side. Too. Right. Yeah. No, I'm dope, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. It seems like it's just a great bunch of people. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Just like serious people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. We appreciate you pulling yeah. up. Uh, so, <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for yeah. coming through. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. As yeah. you know, chill with Gilbert Arenas. We appreciate y'all for watching. We'll be back with more very soon. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.